Local Marketing for Small Business, Episode 103. There's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, episode 103. I'm Kaylin Amadio. I am the trainer here in the Act Local Marketing Classroom, and you don't have to miss a single episode of Act Local because you can find the podcast feed at actlocalmarketing.com. That is where we post a new episode every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time to help you grow your business. You can listen to any of my podcast recordings directly there on the website, or you can absolutely subscribe and download on either iTunes or Stitcher. Each week, I bring a new guest expert to help grow your business, and I always keep a special strategy to share with you that I call today's takeaway, and that's where I give you at least one action item that you could walk away with today and implement and grow your business, which is my way of saying thank you, and I'm glad you're here because that's what it's all about at Act Local Marketing. I want to be able to share high-quality inside information with you that you can use right now to become more profitable down the road. Now, I just told you that each week I bring you a new guest, but I'm not bringing you a guest today. It's just going to be me and you. We're going to have a shorter podcast. I'm going to uh, remind you of a few things that you should be thinking about at the end of the year. And the reason I'm not having a guest today is because I always tend to take the end of the year personally as a time to sort of look back over what I've accomplished in my business, look at the goals that I had set, the things that were, you know, the milestones that were in my marketing calendar and in my business plan, if you will, and I and I start to reevaluate. I look at where I'm headed, you know, where I want to go, is everything right, where should the course corrections happen, and I'm entering that time of year again. And I I don't know if it's just me, but you know, as we come up on January and and we make those New Year's resolutions. I don't know. I just use this time of year as a milestone to look back and say what's working and what's not working. So I just want to talk to you for a few minutes about why your business needs a marketing calendar. Having a marketing calendar saves you from making a common small business marketing mistake, or what I like to call spaghetti marketing. I see a lot of spaghetti marketing. The throw it at the wall and see if it sticks approach to marketing. And it is a real killer to a small business. And here's why. 
it's very easy to make a wrong decision based on anecdotal evidence. Now think about it. We tend to surround ourselves with people who reflect our values, our likes and dislikes, our habits. In fact, you've probably heard me say more than once when we talk about creating a a persona of your ideal customer, I tell you again and again, don't be surprised if that ideal client turns out to look like you. That's normal. We tend to hang out with people who are like us. In fact, some wise person, and I wish I could remember who it was, said that you are a composite of the five people that you spend the most time with. Now, the mistake happens when we decide that the people we interact with personally represent the majority. We all tend to make that mistake. Take, for example, the director who decided that her company would stop using telerecruitment to contact existing and potential clients because from her point of view, everybody has a cell phone now. And the warm and cold calling from the phone bank to the home phone number was ineffective and a waste of resources. But she didn't take into account that a very large portion of the company's recurring customer database were older baby boomers and beyond. And while this generational segment does own cell phones, they don't use them as a primary communication source. Boomers still have landlines. And Older boomers and beyond, for them, often cell phones are just for emergencies. They don't even necessarily turn them on unless they actually need to make a phone call. So without data to back up the fact that over 50% of this company's returning customers were a result of the phone bank reminding those customers to come back for one promotion or another that was on the calendar, she could have seriously hurt the company's bottom line. So just because her children and her parents, as well as all her friends and their families were cell phone users as as primary communication rather than a landline at home, it didn't mean that the majority of her client base were cell savvy as well. So here's where a marketing calendar can come to the rescue. In order to create the marketing calendar, a small business needs to collect and analyze some information, have some data, some metrics, all that, uh, you know, the boring stuff that we don't want to think about, or at least I don't want to think about because it's not the creative fun stuff. But it's this boring stuff that will help you determine whether your business marketing is actually having an effect on the growth of your business. And that's why I like to use this time of year to look back and see what's happened over the last 12 months. If your business has never collected metrics, that's okay. Make sure that as we head into 2015 that you start now with the new marketing calendar that you're going to develop. And over the course of the year, you'll begin to see which marketing ideas are working and which ones are not so special. And this will save you from making anecdotal decisions that could, in the end, hamstring your business. The marketing calendar itself should encompass an entire year. That year can be fiscal for your business, or it could be January to December, like mine is. It can start today and continue until one year from today. It doesn't really matter as long as you take an entire year 
into account. So why should your marketing calendar be 12 months long? Uh, 12 months or why not six months or why not quarterly? All right. The reason I want it to be 12 months long is it forces you to look at a broader picture. It's always a good idea to step back and see what I call the, you know, the 30,000 foot view of what's going on. A lot of times, especially solopreneurs, you get entrenched in, um, going from the 30,000 foot view to landing that plane on, on the right runway. And we lose sight of that whole bigger, broader picture. It's that broader picture that, that your business cycles through that you want to take into account in that plan. There are natural ups and downs in every business for a variety of reasons. And small business marketing can have a good or bad impact on those natural cycles. So an annual marketing calendar also helps you focus on natural opportunities to piggyback on current events that much larger firms spend enormous marketing dollars promoting, but it'll save you and your budget to piggyback on them. Think promotional opportunities like once a year sporting events, perhaps the Super Bowl or the World Series is a good opportunity for your business. And look at the school calendar in your community. Back to school, graduation, the other kinds of holidays that go on in the school calendar. And of course, they're all the typical holidays, um, both religious and secular, that always happen in the U.S. calendar or whatever country you happen to be living in. There is typical holiday calendar dates that you can be looking at to piggyback on. So once you begin to look at the bigger view, it will give you great marketing ideas and tie-ins to run through your annual cycle. And the data that you begin to keep on each month's promotions will help you develop a better calendar for next year. So your small business marketing ideas that were a really big hit can be repeated and the misses can be moved to a different part of the cycle. They can be tweaked so that they can uh, bring you more growth, or you can decide to abandon them altogether. But you can't do any of that on anecdotal evidence. You need to start keeping the metrics. So the bottom line is that without a marketing calendar and the data that it produces, you are spaghetti marketing at best, and you're shooting in the dark at worst. So if you're not marketing at all, well, maybe that's another uh, podcast for another day. Shame on you. But if you're listening to this podcast, that means you're interested in marketing your local business, your small business. And to do that requires the same effort and attention to detail that raising your children requires. You have a school calendar, don't you, for your kids? It keeps your busy life organized and helps sure, make sure that uh, everything that needs doing gets done, preferably on time at uh, particular deadlines. A marketing calendar will do the same for your small business. And you will recognize opportunity sooner because you have an idea that works and you know what doesn't work. So that's, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. I always promise a takeaway. So let's discuss today's takeaway. I promise you an action item that you could take with you now to grow your business, and here it is. I want to give you two different tools that you can incorporate into your marketing calendar. So 
well, let me give you three things. First of all, if you're confused about exactly what a marketing calendar looks like or how to go about creating one, first of all, know that there's no right or wrong to it. A marketing calendar is really just another system that you put in place to help you organize your information. So in whatever manner makes sense to you to put that calendar in, that's the way you should do it. It should make sense to you and work for your business. Don't worry about fitting your ideas into someone else's format. But if you'd like formats, you can very easily Google marketing calendars, and there are a lot of uh, websites that have free downloads, like Excel spreadsheets. My tongue is, is having trouble. Excel spreadsheets that are already set up that you can fill in or adapt to use. Uh, some of, some websites have PDF downloads. Other websites will offer you eBooks. You can probably even find uh, tutorials on YouTube or Vimeo. People willing to help you figure out how to put your marketing calendar together. Now, it, that's a good idea if, if you want a little more insight into what that should look like and some extra information. Now, here are two tools that I use within a marketing cycle. Even if you're a solopreneur, and especially if you have you know one employee or more, you can use this tool called Asana at A-S-A-N-A, asana.com. It's a prog- project management application. So you can put an app on any of your, your smart devices and you can go online on the internet and go to asana.com and you can set up projects and you can bring in uh, as many people on the team as need be and they can all see how the project's moving forward. So as you look at your marketing calendar and you, and you map out the annual calendar, you now need to break those down into chunks. So maybe you start to look at a month at a time and you realize, okay, we have two things that we're going to accomplish this month. Now each of those two things is a project. What are all the parts and pieces that are going to have to be in place to make that come to fruition? You can use Asana and put all of those tasks in Asana and then assign them to various individuals and keep track of whether or not they're getting done. You can assign the deadlines. You can see whether the deadlines were met. It's really cool. And I use it personally as a time management and uh, project management tool just for me personally for my own workflow. Uh, and it keeps me very, very productive personally. And it also makes it easy for the for a team to see the parts and pieces they need to be worried about. And then I want to give you another tool that has to do with uh, social media as part of your marketing plan. And it doesn't actually have to just be social media. This is a tool that helps you make really simple, that's, that's the wrong way to phrase it. It's a really simple way to make very good looking images. Okay, it's a simple to use tool called Canva, C-A-N-V as in Victor, C-A-N-V-A, Dot com And Canva is a, another simple-to-use tool that allows you to make really great uh, images that you can share in your social media. You can download those images and print them, you know, make direct mailers, postcards, uh, flyers, what have you. They have tons and tons of images that you can use. Many of them are free. They have a lot of text and um, other types of you know, typography and, and things that you can incorporate with images. They have images that you can purchase. It's only a dollar 
to buy an image if you don't have images of your own. So it's really an inexpensive way to make some great images to share uh, what's going on in your marketing calendar on social media, in your email, download them and create postcards, create flyers. There's all kinds of ways that you can use the images that are, that are lovely, very professional looking, and of course, extremely inexpensive for you to use when you go to canva.com. And that is today's takeaway. If you have any questions about the lesson today, you can always email me to ask, A-S-K, ask, at actlocalmarketing.com. So as I said, I'm not going to introduce a guest today. I'm kind of taking a, a break too uh, in my business and looking at what I need to do to continue to move my business forward. But I didn't want to leave you behind because every week I want to help you move your business forward too. So that's going to be it for today. Do me a favor. Tell your social media followers and your networking friends about Act Local. It would be wonderful if you subscribed to the podcast and leave me a review in iTunes. Those reviews help me get noticed in the store and help me reach more uh, small business owners like you to give uh, give them my takeaways so that they can become more profitable so that we're really generating a lot of prosperity in our local economies and that will ripple outward. You can reach me at actlocalmarketing.com and see all my social media links that lead to me. Contact me on any of those social media platforms. And if you, uh, as always, want to continue a conversation that you've had here or you have questions about something you heard, use the hashtag actlocalmarketing to continue any of those conversations. All right. That is it for today, episode 103. I wish you some great times during this holiday season. I'll catch you next week. Consider putting that marketing calendar together. And until next time, take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.